Welcome to the Office Flip Flops Podcast. My name is Francesca Zampaglione, and I am an entrepreneur, confidence builder, resilience connoisseur, and a lover of all things coffee. Each week, we'll bring you inspirational people and messages that will guide you to unleashing the best version of yourself. Let's dive in. Hey everybody, it's Francesca. Thanks for hanging out with me today on the Office Flip Flops podcast. Listen up, I know there are a ton of podcasts out there. I listen to a bunch too. So the fact that you're dropping in and listening into today's episode, I am so grateful for you. So what's interesting about this time of year? Aside from all the hustle and bustle and the gift giving and buying and receiving and giving, It's also a time for us to reflect on the past 12 months. It's a time for renewal and things we want to perhaps think about for the next year. My guest today, Kelly Lynn Adams, has mastered something that I think is so incredible, and that is celebrating. Celebrating our small successes, not just at this time of the year, but reinventing ourselves and renewing these promises to ourselves multiple times during the year. In fact, I want to share this before I let in and lean into the episode. I have an accountability partner. And by the way, the funny thing about my accountability partner is she's an accountant. And those of you who know me and my background, that's what I used to do. So it's just so fun in the time that we share together. But what I wanted to share was this. We decided this week that from now on, when we connect, we are going to start off our meeting with celebrating our small successes from the week before. And my friends, this is what Kelly also suggests in the episode today and why it's so important and how it can elevate our success. So without further ado, my beautiful and brilliant friend, Kelly Lynn Adams. Hey, hey, everybody. I have an incredible guest with me here today. Kelly Lynn Adams, will you please introduce your beautiful self to the audience? Yes, Francesca, thank you so much for having me. Honored to be on this podcast. Uh, Yes, so I'm Kelly Lynn Adams. I'm a master certified transformational coach. I help women shatter their own glass ceilings from the inside out. And that has to do with mindset work, embodiment work. I'm an international speaker. I have a podcast as well. And uh, yeah, I'm writing a book. So I'm doing all the things. You are doing all the things. And this is so exciting because I get to follow you now in your journey. And I'm so appreciative that we've met prior to the end of the year, because as we were discussing in the green room, we have some pretty cool tips we want to share, Kelly, don't we? With um, thinking about where we are at this point in our lives. And one tip, and I'm going to just throw it out there and then have you go. We were talking about resilience. Let's talk about that for a moment. Yeah, so I love the topic of resilience and especially at the end of the year or even at the end of the quarter, right? Whenever someone is listening to this podcast, sometimes we get a chance to reflect and sometimes that reflection and there's nothing good or bad, right? But sometimes things come up, right? Especially at the end of the year around birthday times, right? It's like, okay, did I, am I at the place where I really thought I would be? Or did I get everything accomplished that I really wanted to? And so that can be from weight, that could be from, you know, business or career goals, that could be from love, romantic partnerships, or family or, or children, like all of it, right? It, it is all relevant to any area of your life. So I want whoever's listening, right, to think about an area of your life where you 
thought you would have been somewhere by now. And so when we have these feelings, right, sometimes shame, sometimes guilt, sometimes the inner critic comes up, like our, our little voices in our head being like, oh, why didn't you get this done? Or the judgment. So what I like to do is really, you know, just acknowledge it. Like it's coming up. It's all parts of us are welcome in, in the coaching therapy, psychotherapy world. Uh, there's a modality called IFS, internal family systems. And I'm not going to get into it, but it's, it's all part. There's all different parts of us and all parts are welcome. The, the jealousy, the guilt, the shame, all parts, the joy, the happiness, all parts. So we want to acknowledge what's coming up because if we don't and we suppress it, it's going to come up in different ways, right? I don't know. If you are sure. with the, yeah, the saying, the universe, if you don't uh, get the lesson, the lesson will keep appearing until it you will, learn the lesson. It will continue to repeat. Yes, I absolutely have heard that and have lived it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Transparency. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to, we want to be aware of it. Right. Mm. And we want to look at it and we want to say, okay, here it is. Great. Thank you for showing up. And then the second piece of this is really getting honest, right? Of, okay, where did, where was the shortcomings? Where did I maybe not be committed or, or, and just, just be real. And then the right. third part is there's a chance to pivot, to reinvent yourself, to uh, recom you can recommit in, in, at any time. So I always like to give people this example. Okay. Say you have pizza or I don't know, a dessert or whatever throughout the day. Sometimes we can be like, all right, I had pizza and ice cream. I might as well for dinner, you know, go out and, and eat something bad again, right? Or we can change that and say, hey, I'm going to have a salad for dinner. Now, it, it's like we can right. do that, but there's always, there's, and it's a choice. There's always chance to recommit and that's the beauty of it. And so that's a third piece. And I know these are like really quick tips, but, and there's so much more that goes into this, but what I, I guess I really want to relay to whoever's listening is just be gentle on yourself. You know, self-compassion is really critical, especially when things like this come up because you're in a tender moment, you know, yeah. and it's, it's, you know, we get to reinvent ourselves. We get to look at it, especially right. with like Olympians, right. Or any kind of sport, like, okay, we get better and better as we practice as we re recommit. So, yeah. Yeah. I love all of that. So just to review, you know, looking at resilience and reinvention as positive things. And just imagine you just brought up the Olympiads, the number of losses that they needed to get to the number of wins, right? It's always that resilience pattern of getting back up, which I love. It's a beautiful example and that self-trust. So you've brought us through this awareness. Are there any tools other than you know, thinking of things and thinking positively or any tools or tactics that can help us implement um, our self-trust a little better? Yeah, it's a great question. And, and I'll share, you know, back in my childhood and we can go into wherever you want to go. Um, you and I talked about this earlier is, you know, yeah. I had a speech impediment and, um, you know, it, throughout the years, it, it was very difficult. It, it was like, oh, I was doing all the work and I wasn't, I felt like I wasn't getting ahead, you know, enough. Like I always felt like I was behind. And so for me, you know, some tactical, tactical tools that helped me was the recommitment, 
right? Was the, okay, the practice, the, the finding fun and joy in the practice, even though it didn't feel like it <laughs> and it was recommitting and re and it was practicing and practicing and practicing. What I have currently learned, I would say in the past three years, cause I was a very heady person. I was overthinking and under feeling. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, what, what I have dived deeper into in my practice is more of the embodiment more of like the nervous system regulation when you're feeling like anxiety, depression, any of those things when you're feeling like triggered, uh, for instance, it's getting into the body because the body keeps score. There's a book that, that is out there that that's the title. Yeah. And what I didn't realize is for years I was suppressing, you know, I had a, had a lot of trauma in my life and I was suppressing the feelings, you know, the speech impediment, the not good enoughness, the I can't take tests, you know, I'm not a good test taker. And right. so all these little traumas or big or, or small traumas live in the body. So I was suppressing, I was eating over it. I was shopping over it. Yeah. I was doing all these other things around it to not face it off uh, yeah. as I was getting older. So when we do that, uh, you know, even if you're in a, in a traffic jam, right. And someone cuts you off, your, your level of tolerance, wherever you are, like if you're having a bad day, right, it's going to affect you even worse. But if you have built up suppression uh -huh. <laughs> and anger, some people blow up, right? Yep. Like why, why do some people get out of their cars and they blow up and then other people are like, okay, whatever, right? And <laughs> different, you know, different people, different personalities, and we don't know what's going on in everyone's lives at that moment. And what I've learned is when we get into the body, so that could be either like, and these were mindfulness techniques. It could be literally like stopping right now wow. and like putting your hands like on your heart, on your stomach, or like on your legs, like really like, okay, I am here. Like I am in the present moment. Cause a lot of us are in our heads future tripping about next year or about oh. the next thing we have to do. Or on That's our right. Right. So if we can just get present in the, and so the mindful or just looking at, okay, what's around me, what's the color red or what's the color yellow, like really just tuning in, taking then, it in. Yeah. Taking it in and then just monitoring your breath because mm. people don't consciously breathe. I mean, we breathe, it's, it's involuntary, right. But consciously, like, are you taking short breaths? Are your breaths long? Are they fast? just noticing your breath and maybe taking three deep breaths in. And it's so, it's so important. So, so important. And then so. the third thing is, and this is when you know you, you have a little bit of stress or uh, we carry our stress in our jaws. Yeah. So if your jaw is tightened up or if you're clenching your jaw and I used to have very bad TMJ, I used to grind yeah. my teeth at night. I don't anymore because of this embodiment work that, you know, I've been doing. Sure. So just like, just be noticeable like of, of, of your jaw and like when you go to visit your family or when you're around someone who, you know, you may not be fond of in, in your friend circle, right? So just be, and like, if we can just loosen the jaw and just like relax the shoulders too, just to be like, okay, like I am safe, you know, I am safe. And, and you can even repeat that. Like, I am safe. I am here. I have control. I can leave any situation if I want to. So those are like the tactical embodiment, I would say, tips. So, so many brilliant um, things that you bring up, you know, having fun in your day, realizing when, you know, something doesn't feel right, embodying that, 
But I love what you just ended on about safety, because I literally 10 minutes ago before we started recording, I was listening to another podcast that was talking about safety in our environment and why it's so important. And the psychologist who was speaking to it was saying, you know, because the interviewer asked, well, why is that important? You know, aren't you safe? And she's like, well, if you haven't been safe at some point in your life, it's going to keep showing up. Right. Yeah. So I love that you said that because we can we can do a whole nother show on that. In fact, we probably will. Hint, hint, um, you know, on that topic. Um, but I think these are such beautiful gestures and things to think about. I want to just add on one more thing about having no shame about not meeting your goals this year. So as we position ourselves, Kelly, for, you know, a fruitful and successful and joyful 2023, what should we be thinking about in that um, perspective? Yeah, so I th the good thing here is we want to acknowledge what we have done, okay? Because mm -hmm. we can spiral really quickly and we're programmed. You know, a lot of us are programmed of, you know, from zero to seven, we get these pro this programming from either caretakers, environment, wherever. Um, and so what, what I like to tell people is like, where's the good? Right. It's kind of like going into a retail store and people asking me, Hey, do you need help with that? And automatically you're like, no, not, not yet. Right. It's like, we have this shutdown. Right. Same thing right. as human beings, we're programmed to find the negative or to keep ourselves safe, right? The negative things or like, Oh, like what I didn't get that done. Like, uh, we, we tend to go there and, and that's okay. Like, it's not our fault. <laughs> we're not broken. It's not our fault. It's our programming. It's the way we're raised or society. It's, it's, you know, cause when we're two years old, we're not thinking that we're playing no. with dirt and sticks and whatever. Like we're playing with cardboard right. boxes. Like we're not, we're not thinking that. So what I like to pe tell people, and I have this jar right here. Um, what I do is I have this, um, do you see this jar with like all these little notes? And oh, yeah. So I so call cool. this um, like a joy jar. So I literally put throughout the year when I've accomplished something or I'm really proud of myself uh, handling a situation or uh, any, you know, a real big success I had or something, I literally put like a post-it note in or write on down on a piece of paper and I put it in a jar. This is not my idea. This, I think it's like floating around social media too. I, so I love it. Yeah. I literally keep it. Um, and whatever, when it happens, I do it. Or when I, you know, assess my quarter or month, however, you know, someone plans or if someone doesn't like it's, this is like, okay, this is an awareness technique. So I do that. And sometimes throughout the year, I'll, I'll take it out when I'm at a low point or I'm not, you know, I'm just not feeling well, feeling well about myself or my accomplishments. Mm -hmm. And I definitely do it at the end of the year when I'm about to plan the next year, right. With the vision and everything. Um, but I also bring this out every quarter cause I plan every quarter. So that has been really critical for me is just realizing like finding evidence, finding evidence. And it doesn't even matter this year. That's why I tell people finding evidence. And this is part of like my morning ritual practice, finding evidence that you are like, you're amazing, right? Finding evidence that you've accomplished anything. Uh, my coach actually talked to uh, uh, one of her, I guess, clients at the time. Uh, I think he was doing, I don't know, like some crazy number in sales, like 20 million in sales in his business. And she asked him, what is the one thing that got you to, you know, that and, and kept you going in the times when right. you weren't making sales? And he said, I would listen to all the testimonials that were either, I guess he had them on video or written or what I would listen and read to all the testimonials every single morning. So what he was wow. doing is the same thing 
finding the evidence, that evidence, even if you have to look at it or jog down, like when you were five years old, you had an amazing painting that you painted, right? Anything that we can find evidence to remind ourselves, because it's so noisy today, especially social media, everything that's going on in the world. Like we need to get back to ourselves and be like, Hey, like I am self-trust. Like I, I can trust myself. I, I am doing it. I have done it. So that has just helped me. It's been a critical tip of like finding evidence of where it has and is working. Wow. That is definitely one of the top tips of this episode, hands down. I love that. Certainly something I'm going to incorporate into my practice going forward. And I love the visual. I mean, it's just a glass jar. So real quick, do you empty that in the beginning of the year or do you just keep putting things in there? Yeah, I do empty it. I, I start okay. it fresh every year. Uh, you start it actually, fresh. Yeah, but I have a running list and someone could do, you could do it on your computer or a notebook. Um, I always like to write because the subconscious picks it up a little bit deeper, you know, it gets into your sure. subconscious when you're actually writing, but you could do it on the computer. But just, I have a running list and like, just so I can go back at any time, just when these things occur, right? In my head. And so I keep all of the prior year's list. And I just like keep, just adding it on to a master list. So brilliant, because as you mentioned, we're going to have, like, let's not negate the fact that we're going to have lower days. So how can we bring ourselves up? And you'll have an evidence jar. I, I think it's so brilliant. Thank you so much for sharing that. I just so much, I love that so very much. So Kelly, um, in all of this amazing work that you get to do, when you get ready for your day, aside from these incredible morning rituals that you practice, is there something like a piece of clothing or an accessory that when you put it on, it makes you feel great and confident? Yes. Yeah, so I actually have two things. I, I love, like, I love a really good blazer, <laughs> like a really like cute, fun blazer. I just feel like power mode, you know, like yep. boss mode. Um, I do have a very soft side to me, but really I love the blazer because it just makes me feel powerful. And then what I really love is my grandma gave me uh, like this uh, necklace, like this beaded necklace that she had when she was in her teens. So I love just putting that on, like just, it reminds me of like who I am and my sensuality and femininity, like all of that. So I, I love that. Such a perfect answer. Um, I love that you had two, right? Because I, and I'm big fan of the blazer. I do feel powerful and confident when we put it on. I agree. Um, this has been so great, Kelly. So if someone wanted to, you know, continue the conversation with you, where's the best place for them to find you? Yeah, they can just go right to my website. Everything is okay. on there, kellylynnadams.com and even all my social media and everything. So, all right. Excellent. So what I'll do to make it easy for everyone is I'll put the links in the show notes. So it'll make it very easy. This has been such an incredible conversation. I love how we've positioned it at the right time of year. But as you mentioned, it's something that we could listen to every quarter to remind us of how great we are and how far we've come and then play in the next three months. I so appreciate you, Kelly. And for the time that you took with us today, I hope you have an incredible day and rest of your year. Thank you, Francesca. Same to you. 
How great is Kelly? I loved spending time with her today, truly. And I promised her that I would have coffee with her in the new year because there's so much goodness here in celebrating our success, right? So here are my top three takeaways of my time with Kelly today. Number one, think about an area of your life where you thought you would be further along and acknowledge all parts of yourself, all parts of yourself from joy to jealousy, right? So get honest with your shortcomings and use this time or any time for that matter as a chance to reinvent and pivot. Number two, find the fun and joy. Find the fun and joy in practicing and giving yourself a chance to recommit your goals and intentions. And don't forget to be gentle and self-compassionate. And number three, acknowledge what you've done this year and how far you've come. Ask yourself, where's the good? Where is the good? Here's your bonus takeaway, my friends. Find evidence that you are amazing in all that you've accomplished. To guarantee your support and your success, make a list of it. Make a list of your accomplishments and read it every single morning. And my challenge, my friends, I will tell you, I've already started. I went and grabbed a glass jar (laughs) and I put a little yellow post-it in it. But here's the challenge. Create a joy jar for the new year and drop in notes of celebration to remind yourself of your greatness to enjoy during the entire year, especially in those times when you need a boost of joy. My friends, I trust you enjoyed this episode. Stay well and I'll see you next time. And that's our show. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a few friends right now to inspire other people and help them improve the quality of their lives. Again, if you enjoyed this, please subscribe and rate and review this show and share with me the part that you enjoyed the most about this episode. We love to read the reviews. We come out with a new episode every Thursday morning and you don't want to miss it. Until next time, I want to remind you that you matter, you are not alone, and to stay inspired by what you heard today. Thank you.